Can you feel it? I can. Episode 50. This oh is actually God. becoming a thing. <laughs> it's it's just now becoming a thing. After 50 <laughs> episodes, it's finally something. Because I have two podcasts where living your dream is the only option. Man. My stomach's making a lot of noise. Kind of reminds me of the thunder. We just had thunder and rain in Los Angeles, and it was probably one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. Yeah, it really was. Also, we should have put on thunder. Feel the thunder. Motherfucking night thunder. We are going to take a deep dive today in into are you good enough? Yes. Are you? I are hope you sure? so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I guess let's just get right to it. Here we go. Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. We're your hosts. I'm Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you. And hopefully we help you find your dharma. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. (laughs) All right, guys, uh, here we are, uh, episode 50. And I just want to say that, well, you know, I talk about the transformational coaching program I'm in with my sensei, Jim Fortin, and we are in week number two, Mm -hmm. 14-week program where we just dissect our lives and our brains. It's pretty heavy. It's heavy stuff. And yeah, it is heavy. Over the weekend, Saturday was the four-year anniversary of Tom Petty's death, and he was really one of my biggest idols when I was 15. Absolutely in love with him. I once wrote a song called Date with Tom. It's all about me picking him up. I'm driving down the street, and he's drunk, and I pick him up, and I try to make I him go on a date with, with me. You. Oh, yeah, we played this song together at a couple I'm locations. Not, Did we no. play it at... Um, <laughs> Hotel Cafe, also Pershing Square. That's right. So, Good times. So Saturday, it was pretty maudlin um, uh, because we were listening to Tom Petty music and just, you know, really brings me back to my childhood because he was really a hero for me. He, I mean, he helped me too because when I was 15, I moved to Florida, which was a bad experience. But music was like my best friend and yeah. Tom Petty really filled the void. And, and he was from so, Gainesville, which made you want to be like closer to that and possibly. I almost, it's so funny. I almost moved to Gainesville because of Tom Petty. I was like, I'm going to move to Gainesville. And I went, there was a school there. I was already a radio DJ though in South Florida. And I was going to go to college, continue college. And I moved or I went to visit Gainesville and I went and interviewed and they wanted me to intern for free. And I was just like, guys, I've already been employed. Why would I go backwards? Right. But it's so weird the things you think about because if they had offered me a job, I might have moved to Gainesville, Florida. What in the <laughs> hell? That would have been a good choice instead of going to New York City. Yes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, isn't it funny how the, the yeah. things that happen in your life? And then I moved to New York at age 21. And I, I immediately got a radio job at a rock station on Long Island, WBAB. But like if I didn't get that job, maybe I wouldn't have stayed. It's really, it's interesting how life unfolds before your no, eyes. No, it is. I know. And it's all because of, honestly, well, at least at the time for you, because of one musician being Tom Petty. And that steered you in a direction, which you ended up 
going a similar route by staying in the in the radio industry, but you then instead, you know, you like you said, you could have went to Gainesville. That's that's so weird. That's so weird. And that and he, you know, I always wanted to go to UCLA too uh, because of Tom Petty because he lived in LA after he left Gainesville, and so I was had this dream of moving to UCLA, but it was kind of too far for me, too far west at the time. So I moved to New York instead. I but mean, anyway, wow, what a better choice though that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ended up in New York, which was pretty... No, that's amazing. Of course. Yeah. So Saturday, listening to Tom Petty songs, getting sad. And then we watched another episode of Ted Lasso, which to me is one of the best written shows. It's so uh, it's so good. It like hurts your soul sometimes. Yeah. But there was some emotional stuff that happened. And then I'm also in TCP and I don't know what came up, but... I had this realization that I really think I don't pursue music because I don't feel good enough as a performer. And yeah. and that was a really weird... I mean, I've played shows and it's always been a lot of pressure to play shows because I, I know I'm not like the most amazing musician in the world, but I'm learning <laughs> from some great coaching. There's always going to be someone better than you, no matter how good you are at something. There's yeah. always someone better, but also that no one can bring to the table what you bring because you yeah. are unique. So, right. and, and I mean, I used to feel, you know, I also loved Bono growing up. And I remember one time hearing some special on him and they played Bono just singing with no music. And honestly, he doesn't have the greatest voice, but it's, yeah. it's the mixture of it all. And his personality, you know, The right. Edge. Is The Edge the greatest guitarist? He came up with like a sound that other people yeah. didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> the cool dotted eighth. And uh, yeah. The I always remember my friend Tina said that I played New Year's Day on guitar better than The Edge. Oh, so my see? God. Because she knew him. She went over to his Christmas parties and saw him. She was insane <laughs> because kidding. I can barely play the guitar. But it was cute to hear. She was very supportive. Yeah. She uh, paid me a dollar thing at her wedding. It was my first paid gig. <laughs> That's great. See, there, there's some people like you and me where we're like, oh, my God, I could, you know, I'll never be that good. Or, wow, they're amazing. Why try? Or something like that. Wh yeah. Whatever it may be. And then there's people like Alan who literally goes, I want to be better than that. And it actually inspires him to, to, to be try better than that person. And figure out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, cause, you know, there, I, I joke and, and I probably shouldn't joke, but I'm just like, Oh, I quit, you know? And it's like a classic. Oh, okay. I quit. I don't really want to quit, but it's watching some of these videos of guys just. Oh, it's kind of like when you see a six year old play like every part of a Metallica yeah. song and you're just like, forget <laughs> it. Why am I even doing this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I give up. <laughs> That's where comparison right. will kill you. Yeah. But. Why does comparison even exist, right? Yeah. Who cares? If if what you do makes you feel good, then freaking amen. There's people that are oblivious to how, and, and this is okay, how bad they are at something, but they just keep doing it. Yeah. And they and don't do it the because they think you, they're amazing. They do it because yeah. they actually love it and it makes them feel amazing. So when what you the see hell, a band right? that's not that good, but they're having so much fun. Yeah. It's really enjoyable. You know, to be like, right. gosh, those guys are having a blast. Yeah. I put too no, much, you know what, as far as like being a perfectionism and all that, I put too much pressure on myself at shows. And I have to say that I don't always, I don't enjoy shows that much because 
I want it to be great. <laughs> and I also have a secret dream that at the show, someone's going to be like, do you want a record deal? <laughs> do you want to go on tour with Radiohead? <laughs> yes. I mean, but that's that's also the teenage yeah, slash young adult dream, right? Yeah. People that don't even know how to play anything and have never played in their life are like, oh, man, being a rock star is like the greatest thing. And I'm like, dude, you're literally a doctor. You save people's <laughs> lives every day and you make like a million dollars a year, probably. And you want to be a rock star? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I want to be a rock star. I don't know if I want to do all that touring. Oh, no. Right. So recently I started following um, Diane Warren, who's written. Oh, yeah. She's actually friends with our friend Trish, but she's written like 1,700 billion songs. What songs has Diane? I feel like I know Warren someone written, who, yeah. who's uh. friends with them as well, outside of Trish. Here's just some of them. Oh, that's so funny. She wrote Millie Vanilli, Blame It on the Rain. No. Lead for Love, Jennifer Hudson. Blame it on the rain. Oh, I don't want to miss a thing, Aerosmith. Oh, wow. If that's I could wild. turn back time, share. Oh, my God. She is the ultimate songwriter. Michelle Obama. This is for my girls. What is that? So, you know, no pressure. I just want to be like Diane Warren and write a million songs. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> no. I, I mean, mean, hello, one of the songs I've written is going to be featured in a film. That's right. So that's what I'm saying. You're, you are good and you can do and you have done yeah, I'm just realizing, though, that I really, it's yeah, what holds nice. me back is that I don't feel good enough as a musician. And I guess I have That's, to lose that story. And so I'm do. asking you, dear listener, what are you not pursuing because you don't feel good enough? Right. And what if you just did it anyway? We left That's, some silence uh, in there for you to think. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to extend that silence and post. So, you know, what's beautiful is today, well, it was, uh, you had left, Jason left, so I was by myself with little Ray Ray, and it was thundering and lightning, which it never thunders, and it never Thunder. rains in LA, so it was so exciting. So it was dark was. in here, uh, even though it was the middle of the day, and then I went and got the piano, and I started f remembering how to play White Rabbit, and it was so amazing. A uh, Jefferson airplane? A airplane, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Starship. <laughs> I forget what's the difference between the two. Maybe they play Thunder. Feel the Thunder. the difference between... <laughs> I bet Starship didn't have uh, Grace Slick in it. Yeah, probably not. Probably. Probably not. We built this city. We built this city <laughs> on rock and roll. <laughs> oh, she was in Starship. Starship. Feel the Starship. She's also known as Gracie the Acid Queen, the Chrome Nun. Did you know that? The Chrome Nun? Mm. So what were you going to say about the thunder? Thunder. Now I got that freaking song in my head. Um, no, as I was coming home, the lightning strike I saw was literally like Florida lightning strikes. I mean, it was Did insane. Did you say Florida? Florida, yeah. Oh. Have you spent time in Florida? <laughs> no. So how do you know what it looks like? Because I have friends that send videos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I know something outside of the state that I live in. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, big guy. Um, all right, big tipper. Thunder. Um, Is there anything you're not pursuing, Jason, that you don't feel good enough about? Yeah. I feel like with playing bass or guitar, I feel like I'm good enough, but I feel like I should be way better than I am. And I feel like I used to be better, honestly, 20 years ago. 
but maybe that's because I got more praise at that time, which I'm not saying I want more praise just by default when somebody validates you a hundred times a day or people do or your friends and they look up to you. It's like, holy shit, that makes you feel good. That's cool. Does it stop you you from playing now though? No, but it, it, I don't, I don't know that I have the exact same feeling that I used to. And I and it's not because like people aren't going, oh my god, you're amazing. But you know, you want me to tell you you're amazing more. You're amazing. I haven't increased in in my. <laughs> I haven't increased in skill as much as I would slash should have. But maybe that's me just talking shit on myself. You know. Yeah, it's a bad self talk. I know. So on that note, thunder, feel the thunder. <laughs> Okay, I'm never singing that song again. I can't even Thank stand you. it. Thank you. Yeah, um, so anyway, I started playing <laughs> piano, and it felt really good. And I don't know what any of this means, but that's how I felt. So, I've un- so I'm, you know, I don't know if this is even a new idea, but that's just what I started thinking about this weekend. Yeah. So I'm going to work on that and see right. what I can do about my feelings. I was going to say, you've never said or felt that before, so... I mean, I've always felt that I'm not good enough, but I never really, you know... <laughs> looked at it in the face and said, you know what? Punch it, yeah. Going to give it a little try. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what if I wrote more songs? What if I, yeah, you know, got around not being able to play every single instrument, but I could still write a bunch of music? Yeah. That's my deep yeah. dive for this week. Um, I do want to say, I, I guess I, I don't want to spoil do any spoilers. Spoiler alert. But we've got some great guests coming up. And I'm not going to, I don't like to tease until we've actually recorded them. But there's a couple big ones, but there's definitely yeah. someone that I'm freaking out about. And I'm excited. <laughs> Does it start with thunder? It has nothing to do with thunder. <laughs> Although I do believe this person will bring the thunder. Yes. Yes. I do agree. Let's go back to the not feel good about something. I, I've never played piano because I didn't think that I'd be able to learn how to do it and play it because mm. it seemed too difficult. There is a keyboard right next to you. Oh, shit. I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh, man. Well, the other thing, though, to figure out, like, it's sometimes it's hard to realize Am I not playing because I don't feel good enough or do I not enjoy it enough? Like, I would love to have some type of a band, but it feels like a real hassle getting a band together. Yeah. I have many friends that don't pursue things like that because they're like, "Eh, it's too hard to keep it. It, You really do have to find a special group of guys, which throughout my musical career and life of doing so, I feel like I've been pretty lucky or hashtag blessed. Yeah, and I don't think people understand how hard it is just keeping the same vision. Like I was in the band Plankton and Chris, the lead, the leader, he and I formed the band together, Chris Shumway, but we were totally like musical soulmates. And then yeah. I feel like we started drifting on what we liked to write about or the music. And it makes me think of bands like you too. I have no idea how a band stays together that long because you grow as people. And I've always said, you know, a, a couple, two people, keeping that together is one thing. Keeping four people together is, yeah, nuts. is kind of crazy. And the fact, Luckily. I don't you know, I've always loved you too, but to me, the fact that they stay together, but also write somewhat relevant music still, you know, that's... That's kind of crazy. I think they no, feel like they're good enough. Just yeah, I, well, yeah. 
I think, ah, I don't know. It's, you know, I can't, it's, you can't give an excuse like, well, they started in a different time. You, you know? still got to love what you're doing together, you know? Right. And there's look, time, honestly, I think the, yeah, yeah I th- sorry. I think the longest running band literally in history is, I believe, the Rolling Stones, who's still a band. They've been but, together since 1962. That's the only insane. thing I'd say the difference between them is I don't know that they write relevant current music. And obviously they just lost the memory. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, they tried yeah. kind of writing stuff. It just doesn't really click. But yeah, yeah. keeping that together, it has to be Keep more, it. you know, about more than money, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going yep. on tour and. Yeah, it is. So should we go on tour? Is that what you're. We're going on is that tour. What you're I am. Are you proposing to me? To would go on you? Tour? Yeah. Would you like to go on tour with me? Let's do a tour. <laughs> tour. Yeah, I'd probably like to do like a week long tour. I'd be, I'd be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> You're like, cool, did that. Thanks. <laughs> Unless it's like it is a lot of work. Nice hotels. It's, I'm not yeah. sitting in a van like you guys do. <laughs> go all night driving. I know. Yeah, it's. I definitely am not into that nowadays. It is. It is fun and different, but. You gotta, you gotta have the right setup. I'm gonna go and, the Diane Warren route. I write a bunch of songs. Yeah. I'm famous. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That, I would, I would just love to write that many songs that are amazing. Now, d- am I saying I've never written a good song? No, I think I have, and I've contributed some to some amazing songs. But having that list under your name is totally wow. Yeah, I want to know how much money she's made. Because you know how someone can make so much money off of one song? And she's got sure. like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, look it's at our crazy. neighbor. Our neighbor wrote, I keep forgetting, with freaking Michael McDonald. Oh, yeah. And he just keeps and they made, And that's one song yeah. <laughs> that they wrote literally, what, 40 years ago almost? Yeah. <laughs> I think it came out he's in getting, 83. He's still getting checks, yeah. everybody. Yeah. By the still way. Still getting checks. Eddie Vedder is still getting checks. <laughs> all right so um let's do a little rehash here for this week's episode we've got tons of guests coming up um are you good enough what are you not pursuing because you don't think you're good enough by the way someone will always be better than you but nobody can be you so just exactly do it god you made my made chills occur (laughs) (laughs) That was my mic drop. I say we exit from here. That was a great mic drop. Everybody, thank you. Till next week. Go Dodgers. Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Share it with your friends on your socials and also leave us a great iTunes review. Just Google Cuz I Have To podcast iTunes. Go to the bottom of the page and there's your review section. Make it good, will ya? Find us on Instagram at Cuz I Have To podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's Cuz I Have To podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash cause I have to. Keep living those dreams, friends, cause you have to. Till next time.